Welcome to Medified, a podcast about web dev and tech news that piqued my interest. I'm your host, Richard, and I'm looking forward to this episode. I'm super excited to talk about the release of Node.js 20. This new version is packed with some fantastic features that'll make every developer's heart sing. So let's dive in. First up, we have the new Node.js permission model, and it is like a bouncer at the club of your code, giving you control over file system access and much more. You can now restrict access to the file system, child process, worker threads, and native add-ons using some very simple flags. It's experimental for now, but we can't wait to see how it evolves. And who knows, if Deno adopted package.json recently and Node adapted the permissions model, if it continues on this trajectory, Node and Deno might eventually become the same thing. Node.js 20 also brings V8 11.3 into the mix, offering improved performance and a bunch of cool language features like resizable array buffer. Who doesn't love a turbocharged engine under the hood? Have you ever wished for a stable test runner? Well, your prayers have been answered. Node 20 delivers a stable test runner module, making it easier than ever to write and run tests. Talk about making your life easier. Performance is always a hot topic, and Note 20 has some serious improvements in store. URL, fetch, and even target got a makeover, making them faster than ever. This release also includes ADA 2.0, a super speedy URL parser that packs a punch. If you're into single executable apps, Node 20 has got your back with some cool updates. Now you can inject a blob prepared by Node.js from a JSON config, opening up a world of possibilities for SEAs. And last but not least, this version now officially supports ARM64 Windows. It's great to see Node.js spreading its wings and landing on new platforms. So there you have it, folks. Node.js 20 is a powerhouse of a release, and we can't wait to see the impact it'll have on the developer community. Give it a spin and let us know what you think. And remember, Node.js 14 is nearing its end of life, so it's time to start planning those upgrades. Now, this is an interesting one, since we've got some exciting news that is going in the direction of leveling up the trust and security game in the MPM community. And we all know it really needs that. So, starting today, GitHub Actions brings you the power to publish provenance alongside your MPM packages with just a simple provenance flag. You might be wondering, well, what's the big deal? Well, let me tell you. This magical provenance data offers a rock-solid way to trace a package back to its source repository and the specific build instructions used to publish it. Talk about trustworthiness. GitHub, our superhero in this story, is continuously working on security improvements for the NPM ecosystem, and now they're helping us build trust in the open-source projects we all love to use. With the NPM supply chain getting stronger, Attackers are finding it harder to find weak spots, so they're trying to directly compromise popular dependencies. Well, GitHub says, not on our watch. Introducing the supply chain levels for software artifacts, or SLSA, specification. 
It's like a superhero secret identity, but for NPM packages. The SLSA provenance schema provides a verifiable record of the package's originating source and the build step used to create the final artifact. Transparency level 100. Now let's talk about anchoring trust in the source code and the build process. Instead of package signing being done by individual maintainers, GitHub now requires packages to be built on a trusted CI-CD platform. This way, it can be linked to the package's source code, to the published version, making any tampering attempts stand out like a sore thumb. To sign the provenance, GitHub taps into the power of the Sixtor project. Sixtor runs a public certificate authority, which issues short-lived signing certificates. And guess what? No one needs to manage the key. It's like having a self-cleaning kitchen, neat and secure. To make use of Sixtor's public certificate authority, you need to be running on a supported cloud CI-CD provider. Currently, GitHub Actions is supported, but they're working on expanding this roster. But wait, there's more. With the NPM CLI, you can verify the integrity of provenance attestations for install dependencies. Simply run NPM audit signatures and let the magic happen. Looking ahead, the folks at GitHub are working on additional improvements, like adopting version 1.0 of the SLSA provenance specification, collaborating with other cloud CI-CD providers for provenance signing, and much more. With the combined powers of the developer community, let's hope we can secure the open source supply chain and make the world a safer place for our code. Are you ready for some exciting news about Weed 4.3? You betcha! In this update, the focus was on boosting dev server performance, and let me tell you, they've hit the gas pedal and made it way faster. Weed contributors have streamlined the resolve logic, improved hoth pads, and implemented smarter caching for package JSON, dsconfig files, and resolved URLs. The result? Well, a significant speed improvement compared to the latest beat version. Cold and warm dev startup times and HMR times have all seen a boost, making your development experience even smoother. The Veet team will keep working on performance, developing an official benchmark tool for Wheat that will provide performance metrics for each pull request. And with Wheat Plugin Inspect, now having more performance-related features, you can easily pinpoint bottlenecks in your applications. To help you find performance issues, use Veet with a flag profile and press P once the page loads to save a CPU profile of the dev server startup. Open it up in an app like Speedscope and share your findings with the V team in a discussion or on Weed's Discord. And finally, some news about Weed's future. There will be a single major release this year, Weed 5, aligning with the end of life of Node.js 16 in September. They're dropping support for Node.js 14 and 16, and they're looking for early feedback, so... If you feel like it, get involved in the V5 discussion if you have something to say. Thanks for tuning in to Minified. If you like what I do, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. Catch you later.